This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the podcast, this is the show where I chat with a different musician each week all about music. And this week, I'm chatting with Dennis, who is a Gold Coast-based singer-songwriter who recently put out her new tune, What You Do, which sounds like this. It's what you do, makes me feel She also has a bunch of other tunes that she's released over the last couple of years that you should go check out as well. But let's jump into the chat with Dennis. So we have Dennis with us. How, how are we doing today, Dennis? Yeah, really good. Thank you. Good stuff. I guess we'll start by talking about your, your new single that you just had come out called What You Do. Very cool song. Very cool. Thank you. Yeah, I quite like it myself. <laughs> yes. Well, that that's a good sign, hey? It is. Yeah, it doesn't always happen. You don't want to put out a song that you don't like. Yeah, no. Most definitely not. Maybe we've all made that mistake before. Uh, yeah, I probably, yeah. <laughs> but I hope not. All, all your songs are good, in, in my opinion. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, they're all, all different in their own ways, but um, mm-hmm. I guess we're still finding my feet with what music sure. I want to make, so yeah. Really lovely. Something interesting I found, not just with this song, but um, with kind of a lot of your work in general, there's a lot of collaboration. Yeah, the, the best way that I make music. So I think it's the most enjoyable way to make music too, to be honest. What do you find that collaborating brings that working on your own doesn't? I think the big thing is like, um, you know, everyone can make music on their own and, and you can probably do a really good job, mm-hmm. but there are people out there that can always maybe do a bit better than what you can. And, mm-hmm. If you have everyone jump on the same project altogether, then I kind of just see it as like, well, you're making the most of everyone else and maybe you're going to create something that could be bigger than yourself, basically. Do you find maybe, um, like with this one, I'm, I'm going to mess up a lot of the names that you collaborated with because I get I get confused with the letter names. <laughs> um, but is it Meadows and Professor Paul? Yeah, that's 100% right. What in their skill set do they do they bring to, the, to um, this song in particular, I guess? that maybe you wouldn't have well I guess like you know like I'm an artist but I don't also I don't really produce a lot of my own music like I have ideas for sure but I'm not there on the tools so Meadows is the producer and um he's had a lot of experience and I've worked with him in the past and it's been a really good thing so I think you know just like a familiarity is really good Mm -hmm. to keep going and it just yeah kind of found the groove and like he also jumped in with writing as well which is really cool and then um, Professor Paul, he well, we basically found him to do a verse. So I guess it's just bringing a bit of a different style onto my music, making it, you know, um, for other people to enjoy as well. Like, you know, it kind of just brings another genre in and people go, oh, you know, someone who maybe wouldn't have listened to my music before, it opens that up kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, sure. Like I said, dope tune. Um, also, the music video came out recently. Yes. Which is... um. <laughs> It was a fun video, I think. Was it as fun to make? Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun to make. I guess I'm not taking myself too seriously, really. Yeah. Like, 
we're having a, a good laugh at ourselves. Um, but I think that, yeah, it's a really interesting spin on what the song is about. So, but I, um, yeah, I think it's good. I, I'm more about having a good laugh as yeah, opposed to sure. being real serious. I think, yeah. I don't know if it was meant to be a plot twist, but having Professor Paul um, being one of the judges and just like bust out his rap verse, I, I think I just sounded really old then when I said bust out his rap verse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a that was a bit, a bit of a plot twist, at least for me. Was that how it was meant to be? Yeah, it's funny because I never really thought about it like that, but everyone that's viewed the video, their reaction is the exact same. Yeah. Like you know, he pulls a mic and he starts spitting his rap or whatever, and um. People are a bit like, what? Didn't see that coming kind of thing. But yeah, no, it worked out really well. Yeah, cool. Kind of with the collaboration thing, um, you've also done a couple of tunes that are um, not your own tunes, so you're collaborating with someone else on those. I've got Talk Too Much. Here's where I'm going to butcher the names. LK, is that right? <laughs> yep, that's it. I've got to have more confidence in myself. Also, Indigo Child with um, Highlander. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'd be doing any more like that where it's not necessarily your tune but you jump on someone else's? Yeah, definitely. It's a really great way to broaden your fan base and it also creates new relationships with other producers. And so, like, LK, Sam, we're going to keep working together and, like, you know, instead of it always being his track, maybe he'll come and produce some of my music as well. And I think it's just, yeah, it's a really sensible thing in a way, but it's also, like, a really beneficial thing for you as an artist and as a writer. Do you ever find... Some of the collaborations you have without um naming any names to um to be negative, but um <laughs> that some that just don't work. Like you'll be working on a song and it's just not working for some people. Yeah, it does happen. Um, there's been a few where I haven't actually met them, so it's been like more of a collaboration just over the net. Sure. And I think that makes it harder to connect sometimes and there's a bit of a communication barrier. And also, like, you jump into it thinking, oh, yeah, they made really cool music, I made really cool music, we'll make really cool music together. And then you just jump in and, and it doesn't quite flow that way. But it's all an experience. And I think the best thing that I've found is that even when I got into that position, I've followed it through and we've finished the product and we've moved on. Like it hasn't just been a, oh, can't do it anymore, see you later. I think it's really important to yeah, give it a good good crack and give it everything you've got. Yeah, for sure. And with those ones that are, like I said, you're jumping on someone else's tunes, do you have any difference in your approach knowing that, like, your name's on it but it's kind of their name first? Uh, I wouldn't say a different approach. I guess, like, everything you do, maybe you're a little bit more, hey, do you like this or Mm. is this something that you want? But, yeah, no, I still kind of treat it as it's my own in a way because I think that's probably how you'll get a better outcome. Yeah, I think once you start switching off and you're like, oh, it's not mine, mm-hmm. yeah, it just wouldn't really, for me anyhow, it wouldn't really work out that well. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. We should mention this, that um, you're, you're award-winning. We, we don't have oh, yes. award-winning guests on the podcast, so um, it's oh. a special one today. The one award you won last year, I don't have written down for some reason, but um, the Gold Coast Music Awards, was it? Yes, yeah, Gold Coast Music Awards. Um, you won, I'm going to try and go off memory. I'm going to see how good my memory is. <laughs> The Gold Coast, no, no, it's not there in my memory. It's too early. It's so close. It's, it's the Gold Coast Music Prize. That's it. That's it. Firstly, what did it feel like winning winning a prize um, like that? And what did it bring? Well, the Gold Coast Music Prize was really cool. So it's um, a brand new one that's a part of the Gold Coast Music Awards. And it's the first prize that you win like a package as such, or you win a mentorship and you win different aspects of being in, in the industry which is really cool 
you also get a little trophy, so it's also very nice. Put that up in the house for very special. Um, so basically what I won was I won a 12-month, like, care package, you could say, mm-hmm. where I've got mentors in management, in um, making videos, taking photos, in publicity. Um, I had a couple of artists that were going to jump in and do some songwriting with. There's someone who's going to make some clothes for me, design some things. Just basically like a very all-rounded package to help an emerging oh. artist for the next 12 months. Yeah, that stuff's got to be super helpful. It's just nuts. Like yeah. I think like at the beginning it was, it was hard to try and see how everything was going to fit in and, and make this big difference. But the best thing that's come out of it is that I've worked with all these people and now some of these people I'm going to continue working with. Sure. And it's made me also be in positions where I've had to meet new people again and, like, again, just networking and relationships is, like, the biggest thing you can gain as an artist in this crazy world. Well, congratulations on that one. Yeah, thank you. And another one I have written down where I actually decided to write it down, um, so <laughs> I knew it was important. In 2016, the Queensland Music Award, you won a scholarship. I hope all those details are right because they could be very They are. Okay. And... <laughs> Yeah, that took you to Nashville. Can you tell us about uh, that experience and what, what you did there? Yeah, so um, in my last year of university, I won a scholarship to go to Nashville for two weeks and we got to jump into a lot of sessions over there and just write with a whole bunch of people. And at the end of the two weeks, we got to record some of the songs that we made with some really very, very talented Nashville session musicians, which is, just blows your mind because mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so different to here. But that was really great to just like, I think, especially for me being at the last year of uni, just to give me a bit of an idea of maybe what it could be like once you finish and like being in the real world and it not being an assignment or something like yeah. that it kind of meant a bit more. So it was, it was really eye-opening. I um, haven't been back to Nashville since, but it's definitely something that I'm thinking about when I can get there, of yeah. course. But, yeah, it just made you realise, I guess, for me anyhow, that, Music is what I'm supposed to be doing and what I'm excited to be doing with my life. So, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, just from talking to the, the couple of people that I have talked to from Nashville and just people I know that have been there that are musicians, it's kind of just a totally different experience with music than than Australia. It's mm. just like everything's music over there. Yeah, it's just unreal. It just, like, doesn't doesn't sleep you don't yeah. you don't take a minute to even bloody breathe everyone's just like let's make the next tune let's record this like someone was telling me that they jump into a session three times a day yeah right so this guy set it up they've got all your players you've got someone on the tools and he just sits there and he just writes and then it'll be finished at like 11 he'll jump into the next one and then that'll go kick on mm-hmm. and i just think what i can, can't even comprehend just doing one session a day yeah. you know so it's very eye-opening to have everyone else works in the world. What were some of your biggest takeaways from, from that trip and working with the people that you did? To just commit, I think, like, songwriting is such a vulnerable process and it's very easy to get caught up in being like, oh, is this bad? Is that not right? Or I'm just, mm-hmm. just not sure. And they said the best thing you can ever do is just commit to something. And even if it's not the right thing or the right thing for that fit or, you know, that comes out, then it's just, yeah, you're better just to commit, give it your all and go from there basically. That was one of the bigger things I got from it. And another one was just if this is what you want to do, again, kind of like commit, like you just got to keep doing it. The only way to get better at things is just to keep doing them, put yourself in more positions where you feel uncomfortable. But, yeah, and they also just said like it's tough, it's hard, so Mm -hmm. don't let it get to you too much. Just kind of, yeah, take it with a bit of a grain of salt. 
I hope you're enjoying the chat so far. Just breaking it up as always to let you know if you wanted to check out Dennis's music, including her new single, What You Do, you can find that on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you stream music or wherever you buy music, you'll find it there. And you should also go check out her socials as well to keep up to date with everything she's doing. And while you're on the socials, you can check out the socials for Life on Music as well. I'll link all the socials down in the description of the episode. And if you are enjoying the podcast, you can follow or subscribe wherever you're listening right now to hear the episodes when they're first released but let's jump back into the chat with dennis something i wanted to learn about uh, i like to do sometimes is just learn people's background with music and and how they started so when did it all start with you with music i mean i've played music as a kid growing up for sure and i did it all through school and when i finished school I sort of, to be honest, actually auditioned to get into acting school. Oh. That was something that I wanted to do. But I got told, hey, you need more life experience. Come back in a few years when you're a bit more grown up right. and we'll talk about it then. And because I'd always played gigs, it was kind of just like a natural progression that I'll, I'll apply for some music schools as well. Oh. So I kind of got into that and was sort of there sitting like, well, I'm not sure if this is what I want to do. And I think it was through, yeah, being at uni for four years made me realize yeah this is the right place I was meant to fall into this and then basically the first year of uni is a bit of a shock because you realize that shit I'm gonna make this happen on my own (laughs) this is a bit of a wake-up for me and then basically for the last three years I've been putting out music and I kind of take that as more of when I or how long I've been doing music like more seriously I guess but yeah I did all sorts of things I just played clarinet and then my mum and dad were like well how are you going to sing if you've got that thing in your mouth? Like, you need to <laughs> make a decision. So it was kind of, yeah, all up to me. But I really quite honestly feel like me and music has it's just kind of fallen into place for me. It, right. it doesn't really feel like it sounds so weird, but I don't feel like I've had to try too hard just yet. It's I've been really fortunate in a way that things have just kind of lined up and I've just taken them as a sign, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to work with this person, I'm supposed to move here and kind of just run with that. Cool. Any any chance of a clarinet solo on any upcoming tunes? Oh, do you know how hard it is to play it when you haven't played it for about <laughs> six years? You get on it and you, you try to, you know, like make a sound out of it. And I forget that there's so much technique yeah. in terms of how to breathe and uh, it just squeaks, so probably not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Disappointing. You've let the listeners down. <laughs> yeah. We'll accept it. I do play a bit of mouth trumpet though, so I've kind of been making that a bit of a thing into my tracks, which I guess separates me from the crowd a little bit. Okay, we, we'll accept that. Com- yeah, it's all about compromise. <laughs> yeah. It's been out about a month now, what you do. Yeah. Have you got any kind of plans for what's coming next? I do. I uh, most definitely do. Our plan is to release something very soon, maybe in the next couple months, cool. and then we'll probably maybe make some more releases at the end of the year. And then I guess I'm sort of working towards releasing a body of work, whether that's an album or an EP. Okay, cool. Um, kind of, yeah, where we're heading. So just yeah, taking it slow, can't give, can't give too much away. But, yeah, there is definitely something coming for sure. Exciting. I, I've got to try and get that scoop. <laughs> if I don't try, don't get it. Yeah, well, I gave you a bit of half, half and half. Yeah, yeah, I got enough. I got enough. Yes, we does. Um, thanks for doing the podcast today. Yeah, not a problem at all. It's been fun.
Thanks for listening and thank you to Dennis for chatting with me this week. Don't forget to check out Dennis's new single, What You Do, wherever you buy Australian music and check out her socials as well, along with the socials for Life on Music, which I'll leave in the description of the episode. And if you did enjoy the episode, feel free to like or subscribe wherever you're listening right now to hear the episodes when they're first released. But that's all for this week. Until next week, goodbye. Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.